Happy New Year, fabulous friends. Welcome to Fabulous Annie's podcast. <laughs> this is your girl, Fabulous Annie. I am so glad that you are able to join me. Oh my goodness, this is the first podcast of the year. <laughs> oh my goodness, I am going to start off by saying thank God we made it to 2019. Woo! <laughs> May 2019 be our, be our most bountiful year yet. Amen. Claim it. I'm telling you, speak it. Claim it. <laughs> well, today, I kind of wanted to talk about something refreshing. I'm going to describe it, and then you can guess along the way, or you might already know what it is. So I'm going to describe it. Close your eyes and think about what I'm saying. Fresh air, the smell of pine saw, dogs barking, smell of flowers, duck quacking, you know, singing birds and planes flying by, cars moving, people going places, smell the fresh air. Can you smell it? Breathe in the fresh air. Mmm, wonderful. What am I describing? Can you guess what I'm describing? It is walking outside, (laughs) going for a walk. That's what it is. That's what it is. It's so nice. The weather is getting so much better. It is so refreshing to take a walk outside these days, you know, and just breathe in the fresh air, you know, smell the roses all, and then smell the pine saw, you know, you know, just the dogs are barking. Oh my goodness. The dogs are moving and quacking in a group. You know, you see the birds flying around, whistling and singing. And then you see people going places. You see cars moving, you know, with people in them. And then you can just like stuff your air, your, your lungs with fresh air. Oh my goodness. It is so wonderful. It is so refreshing. You know, it is so refreshing. I went for a walk, you know, um, after my kids. I'm a mom of five kids. If you don't know, I am a mom of five kids. And after sending them all off to school, I decided I was going to take a walk. You know, get out of the house. So I went out. I mean, it was so refreshing. Oh my goodness, it was so refreshing. You know, I filled in my lungs. Oh my goodness. I was able to clear my head, think about my agenda for the day, think about my purpose, my um, goals, my ambition and everything reassure myself, reclaim things. I mean, it, it clears your mind. It clears your head. It strengthens you, you know, to taking that fresh air. Oh my goodness, your lungs are like jubilating. They have an party. <laughs> it was so nice. I mean, it was so re- healing. It was so rejuvenating. It freshened me, you know, and then it was so wonderful. I feel like if it is healing, you know, it's awesome, you know, to get outside your house, take a walk, you know. You don't only freshen your inner organs or, you know, but you also, you know, 
in a way keep you fit you know that's what it is you exercise you walk and everything it's so healing i'm telling you i grew up in a country in nigeria where people were everywhere you know people you come outside your door someone will say hello to you you know also will ask you how's your day going what's going on you know people were everywhere and that's how it was like everybody kind of was in everybody's business you know everybody was watching out for everybody you know but when you come to america like when i first came to america you know back to america i saw i was older when i came back you know and i saw people i, I didn't see anybody people were all in their houses and some and i was like did everybody travel somewhere or something happened you know and you know, my family was like, no, they're in their houses. I was shocked because in Nigeria, you come outside, people are all outside. You know, like people live in their houses, but they come outside, they socialize, they, they talk, they mingle, they have time to sit down on their veranda or, you know, their patio and sit down and watch things go by, you know, and, and, you know, a live life is not all about just sitting down at home watching television and watching other people live their life you have to live yours too you have to get out there you have to socialize you have to um come outside take a walk take fresh air see the roses look admire people's house paintings all the patio decoration or get inspiration for things you know artistic things or other things you know it's so healing you know because when you people coop up in their houses still in the house smelling recycled fat you know, <laughs> you know or, or or food fumes and steam and whatever over and over again watching other people's live their life on television I don't, it's, I don't think it's a good thing. I think you need a break. You need to come outside. You need to go to places. Like I went over the weekend to um, the farmer's market. It was so refreshing. I can't even tell you about it. it I can, I mean, it was one of, it was such an awesome experience. I didn't know anybody. You know, it was me and my husband who we went together. I didn't really know the next people, the whatever people who I met there, but it was such like people give you energy that's how i feel like i love people i get energy from them you know you get good vibe you get you know so many things from people energy fills you up fills you up inspires you you know whatever you know i was at the farmers market i saw farmers they brought their produce i saw people buying people seem happy to me i mean people were eating people were laughing people were talking you know and i was like you know videoing them on instagram and they were all ready for being in to be interviewed and they were happy they were cheering it was such a awesome healthy happy environment you know you get a lot of energy from that you get inspiration that's in my case you know you you see the colors of the of i'll say colors of um of the earth you know you see different people you see different culture different um how i piece people like people people with the different products you know the the artistic people people who make earrings people who make t-shirts people who who bake people who um fry things you know people who cook is here people talking you know they make it a um turkey legs and everything oh my goodness you know and then i even tried um i don't know how to pronounce it correctly it's called 
beignet or something like that. The thing that was in the Princess and the Frog, New Orleans, you know, the thing they put the, the sugar powder on it. I can't remember exactly how it was pronounced, but that was my first time I experienced it. It was such a, an awesome experience. Like, you know, it was so awesome just to mingle with other people, to, to get their vibe, their energy, their, it's like, you, it's like you go in there, you know, and, and, um, you go in there and you come out refreshed, you know what I'm saying? You come in refreshed. And I think like, I, I noticed something in America, you know, people stay a lot to themselves, you know, people are all in their houses and, and, um, you know, watching other people's lives on television and then you see them when they come out they're like oh i am depressed i am you know i can handle situation or i can do this i can do that i wonder to myself sometimes if people mingled more with other people if people checked on other people you know like if you come out more out of your house instead of just being i'm not saying don't watch television watch television but i mean take a break sometimes you know come out Breathe fresh air, sit outside, watch your neighbor go around, say hello, um, mingle with them, you know, go to places that are crowded, you know, like the farmer's market or, you know, mingle with people. You get other people's energy, you get inspired, you get, um, how I put it, you get refreshed, you know. I know everybody don't have family around them, but in this big world that we are in, we are all family. That's what it is. This big world that we have with various different people. We are one big happy family. And I think to me, everybody is welcome into that family. You know, even if you don't have family, socialize, you know, come out, mingle with people, say hello. How can I help? What can I do for you? You know, oh, have a great day. Even if you don't know it, you're going to have a great day. Oh, have a fabulous day. Oh my goodness. You, you, you are looking dazzling today. Oh my goodness. You are looking fabulous. Oh my goodness. Your hair is on point. Your outfit, you know, socialize this and sort of energy you get from people that fills you up, that gives you strength, gives you energy to move on with your life. You know, instead of just being isolated in your home, come out more. You know, the weather is getting really beautiful. Go for walks. You understand what I'm saying? Go to the park, you know, troll the dog, um, uh, um, a bone or something, you know, socialize more with people, you know, come out and stuff and, and get in that fresh energy, that fresh rejuvenation. Come on people. We are just coming off the holiday, the holiday of Thanksgiving, holiday of our Lord Jesus Christ, you know, get the energy. Come on people, get the energy you need to start off the year, right? Oh my goodness. Claim it. Do it. <laughs> you know, I'm your girl, Fabulous Annie, and I will always give you pointers to live your very best life. If you receive what I just said, go out and do it, people. Go out and do it. Go to the mall. Oh my goodness, there's so much energy there. Go to the mall. See other people smiling, other people happy. I remember when I first came to the U.S. Um, as an adult, I used to go to the mall on my off days and I just sit down. I get, I, you know, I get um, my meal ordered and I sit right by the escalator. I think it's called escalator. I sit right by there and I watch people go up and go down. You see that? And I see the smiles of people because I grew up in Nigeria. My family, I have an American family, but my family that I grew up with was in was in Nigeria. And, I, I, you know, I didn't really 
my family in America, I was getting to know them. So I missed my family in Nigeria. And so I used to go sit down there and I just watch people so happy, you know, and if, and, and, uh, I, I, I go shopping, dancing in the, in the shops and everything. And I'm listening to music and picking out clothes and you know, it was, it filled me up. It kept me going. You understand? So people always say, Tablas Annie, you are always happy. You're always bubbling. You're always excited about life. This is my key of how, you know, although I might be DNA, it might be in my DNA, but this is what keeps me going. The energy I get from people, socializing with people, getting to know other people, you know, saying hello. Like I come into a place, I'm like, hello, how are you guys doing? <laughs> you know, it's so nice. And people respond good to you. You know, people um, like people who make them feel happy. You understand what I'm saying? We live in a world that is so much going on. Oh my goodness, government shut down. I mean, you listen to CNN, you are like, oh my goodness. You know, you listen to what's going on in this world, you know, or you, you listen, you see all the different things going on. It, it, it's, it's can dampen people's spirits. So that's why I said, get out of the house sometimes. Weekends, you're off day. Go for a walk. You will see your neighbors. You will see different things to inspire you, to give you that, you get that energy back. Even just looking at the birds, looking at the dogs go in the group, looking at dogs barking. You know, the plane is going somewhere. You dream about traveling to one of your favorite destinations, Paris or um, or Nigeria or Italy or London or Florida or Hawaii, whatever. You know what I'm saying? You get inspiration. You get that energy back, that boost back. Come on, people. We can do it. This is our year, 2019. We have to claim it. We have to change our ways. We have to make ourselves happy, people. We have to make ourselves happy. So that's my message for today. Thanks for joining me. As always, this is your girl, Fabulous Eddie. And I always say, stay blessed and be saving me fabulous. Good morning, fabulous listeners. Welcome to Fabulous Annie Podcast. This is your girl, Fabulous Annie. How is everyone doing today? <laughs> this is a snowy Monday in uh, Missouri. Yeah, the snow is everywhere. Everywhere is like white. Like it seems like winter wonderland. I hope everyone is keeping warm and enjoying the white. Look outside <laughs> if you are in Missouri anyway. But for all my listeners all around the world in, in America too, welcome to Fabulous Annie Podcast. Today we're going to be addressing motherhood. Did you guys hear me? Motherhood! <laughs> That's what we're going to be addressing today. We're going to talk about different things about motherhood. We're going to talk about mother, you know, different stages of motherhood. You know, and we're going to also talk about mothers with multiple kids and different mother styles. <laughs> so we're going to talk about today. So this topic was kind of um, um, brought on in my mind because of a phone call I had with a friend, you know, my very, very close friend, you know, and she was talking about her 
um, how she was having problems with her daughter, you know, and I listened carefully to everything that she had to say. And then I decided to tell her about my experience as a mom with five kids. <laughs> so in life, we go through experiences, I think, in order to help others who are um, in earlier stages of such an experience or who are having difficulty in such experience. So that's the reason why I am addressing this topic today. Motherhood! <laughs> Being a mother, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. How many times did I say that? It is the most, oh my goodness, it's the most... Difficult job in the world. <laughs> That's what I would say. It has so much reward. It has so much joy in it. But sometimes it could be chaotic and it could be a chaos. Let me put it that way. Let me just start like that. Motherhood. <laughs> you know, it is such a blessing. I'm a mom of five kids. You know, and at one point in my life, I was pregnant like back to back. So I had like four kids, like handling four kids under the age of five. I did. So it was like, it was tough. Oh my goodness. Going places, strollers, um, you know, trying to make sure they're not running off, <laughs> trying to make sure they're entertained, you know, trying to make sure that, um, they're, uh, how I put it, they're, um, you know, make sure that no one is comes to harm. Oh my goodness, it keeps you on your feet. It's like exciting, it's entertaining, it's chaotic, it's oh my goodness, it's everything. You know, you're trying to make sure the house is clean. Oh Lord Jesus, and then by the time you finish making the house is clean, someone goes and pours cereal everywhere, or they pour powder on themselves, or they like remove all the tissue from the tissue roller. Motherhood is fun. <laughs> it is fun. Oh my goodness. I remember the earlier stage of my life when I had, I told you I had four kids under the age of five. Oh my goodness. I was like sometimes, oh my goodness, like losing my mind. But I'm telling you, you have to have a system. You know, you have to have a system with kids. You have to have a system. You have to um, direct them. You have to... Oh my goodness, you have to have high, probably eyes all around your head. <laughs> you know, that's motherhood for real. You know, you have to, oh my goodness, you have to take deep breaths. You have to have me time for yourself. You have to relax. But I know you, it's difficult when you're early stage, when you have kids. Oh my goodness, when you go to the toilet, the kids are sitting right there while you're trying to do things. They're like, mama, mama. Oh, those who can talk, they're right there by you. I mean, smelling everything having a conversation, probably eating right in your face all the time. You have to learn how to relax, take a deep breath. You know, God did not make you a mother for nothing. He trusted you. He knew you can do it. That's why he blessed you to be a mother. You have to calm down. The house doesn't always have to be spark and span. Dinner doesn't have to be always ready when your husband gets home. Or, you know, the house doesn't have to be perfectly clean when your mother-in-law, your husband, or guests and things come. You have to relax. You have to take deep breath. You have to go with the flow. Even though you will drive yourself crazy. Take your time. Motherhood can be very chaotic. You have to have a system in place. You have to try to be 
as organized as possible. You understand? You have to have fun with your kids. They will be here just now. Next to me, you'll be like crying tears because they're going off to college. You know, so have fun with them. Do fun activities depending on ages. Do fun activities with them. You know, kids, the thing about kids that I realized about my kids is they just want your love. That's all they really do. They want, Mama, are you seeing me? <laughs> Mama, are you seeing me? Did you see what I did? Oh, Mama, I drew a picture for you. Love you, Mama. This and that. That's what kids, I realize, that's all. They just they just want to make sure, are you watching me, Mama? Are you there with me, Mama? <laughs> that's how I see kids. Uh, you know, they just need love from us. They just need our attention. You know, they don't want us to be stressed. They're not doing things intentionally. They are just being kids. That's what kids are doing you know they're just being kids so you have to calm yourself down get as much help from your husband if you have like a support system maybe your mother um you know or you know be careful with kids you know too you know just dropping them for anybody there's so much child abuse going on these days in the life that we live in, even from relatives themselves people who you trust there's so much child abuse going on so don't just be willing to just drop your kids with anybody just because you want an escape no it's better for you to manage with your husband than for you to drop your kids for even close relatives that you think you know. Be very careful. Make sure you know them well. Make sure, you, you know, don't, don't just do things just because you want a break. Can I have a break? Can I have... No, no, no. You know, kids, you have to have a schedule, a schedule with kids, you know. You have to have a schedule. You know, this is setting time for bedtime. The kids are going to go to bed. Me and my husband are going to have time to talk, to laugh about whatever is going on, how the day went, probably have a glass. Of, I'm not recommending and drinking or anything or, you know, just relax and be yourself again, you know. So you have to have kids on a schedule. That's how I feel. My house, we, my kids on school nights, eight o'clock, all in bed. 8 o'clock, all in bed. You know, sometimes the babies won't be able... You have to know how to arrange them in such a way that, okay, we're going to nap time, not throughout the day, because we nap time throughout the day, they're going to be up throughout the night. You have to make sure you nap them, setting time, you know, in the afternoon. Wake them up, even if they're sleeping, wake them up, and then come play, exhaust themselves, you understand? So that at night, they will sleep. <laughs> and then you can get rest, you know? But earlier, you know, but so that you have to really have a schedule with kids, you understand? You have to kind of be a little, I would say, organized, you know? Do as much as you can. Like, have their stuff where you can easily access them, where you can, you know, arrange them. So that in terms of, like, when kids are going to school and stuff, you know where their stuff is, where everything is. We have to, you have to plan. That's the thing about motherhood. You have to plan the next tomorrow. You know, you have to plan your day. You have to, um, I know it's like, it sounds so, somehow when I'm talking about it, you have to plan, you have to be organized. You have, you know, do as much as you can. But that's the tricks that I found that made my life easier. Another big trick, let me tell you, is always have snacks. Always have snacks. Except when you have earlier kids. When you have when you have younger kids, like you are going places, sometimes program it well so that you feed them before you leave the house. Feed them. Kids who are well fed, except there's something else wrong going on with them, 
They don't cry as much. There's not as needy as much. You know, when you feed them, their tummy is full and they carry, make small bags of snacks. You know what I'm saying? Like put um, gold fingers, I don't know, I think it's goldfish or something like goldfish and uh, what they call it, uh, crackers in a bag, juice. I always had, that's me, I always had juice. Um, how I put it? Um, um, fruit snacks, um, um, gold f um, fish, um, different things in a bag. You know, you have different sachets. Put them in your go bag, you know, juice and everything. So when you go, if they if, if they have been, um, you know, crying for something to eat, just give them something to eat, you know, and they eat it. So it makes your life easier. That's how I, I always do. I plan my, you know, you try to plan, like feed them at the same time. And then all the appointments they have, doctor's appointment, you should know when is their nap time so you don't interrupt their nap time because that can make them very naggy and everything, you know. So you have to, you have to like, study your kids and know i'm 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 a, I have a medical background so i'm i'm also a scientist and so you know so a researcher so i know how to observe people how to plan things i know and you can too you know so to begin with we will we are going to talk about what i was talking about actually the different stages of motherhood you know motherhood has different stages you have the mother with the young kids you know kids who are in months and kids who are, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, kids who are in uh, elementary school. Kids who are in, um, 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 what do you call it? Um, preschool. I'll say the early, the babies, and then the preschoolers, and then elementary school. Those are the young stages. Oh my goodness, those moms are like, it's like you know, those moms are like, not having enough sleep. They are like, Lord, what did you do to me? Can I take them back? <laughs> I have been there. I have been there. <laughs> These are the days that you are like, you, you can hardly even get makeup on your face. It's right if you have multiple kids. <laughs> you know, you're like, what is weak? No, I can't. I'm not doing my hair. You know, you are tired. You are exhausted. Let me tell you a secret. One day you will pass that stage. I'm telling you, it will be passed. You will go to the next stage where the kids are easier. So just be patient because I know women at that stage are like, Can I have a life? Can I have a meantime? Can I have a this? Can I have a that? You know, you will soon have it. Let me tell you, you will soon have it. Life is in stages, so is motherhood. Motherhood comes in stages. I remember those days when I used to have like um, swim. Um, lessons for my kids, and I had four kids. You know, I will have, and then I, I tell the, the people, I'm like, I want all of them to have their swimming lessons all at the same time, and they're like, Oh, we cannot put all of them in, you have to have one um, at this time, and the other at another time, you know. And I'm like, Oh my goodness, I'm sitting down there. What, why two sets are having their lessons? The other two steps are like driving me crazy. <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm like sitting down there, like, Oh my lord. And I remember my friend Hope, she turned and looked at me. She was like, Anne, don't worry about it. One day you'll be like me because she had older kids, you know, she had kids who were um, seven to probably 12. So she was just sitting down there reading her book. Um, 
having had a lunch and stuff. And meanwhile, I was like tearing, almost tearing my, my hair off or whatever, you know. And she was like, one day you will get there. You know, you get there. You'll be relaxing too. And you will be telling somebody else that she will pass that stage too. So you see, that's how the earliest stage of motherhood is. You will have your time. You know, you have to probably organize with your husband. You know, he has his time. You have your time, you know, where you can go hang out with your girlfriends or go do spa, do your hair, nails, whatever, you know, get a massage. You know, you have to walk things out. And then for people who are single moms and, um, and stuff, you know, you, Hopefully you have a support system that can help you to give you your meantime, you know, or you can like organize yourself in such a way that you have your kids at bed at the same time and then you can get to put your feet up, you know, but with babies, you know, you have to feed them every two hours or so, you know, you have to really plan it out when they are sleeping you need to sleep <laughs> so that when you're when you're off you get up <laughs> it is not an easy time we all go through it we all go through it but there is light at the tunnel there is light at the tunnel when that baby will be sleeping and you have to like go and wake them up because you're like what's going on he's supposed to be up by now <laughs> you've been watching him we are watching him on have a breeze to make sure they're still alive <laughs> so that's why i say it all comes just go with the flow you know you don't have to have your house perfectly clean you don't have to have all the meals ready there are sandwiches days go to sam's costco buy you things put it up in your fridge that you can just grab and eat, you know, whatever, you know, and keep your strength going, keep your joy going. Don't let motherhood steal it from you. So that's the first um, early stages of motherhood. I'm going to address and go to the next topic about motherhood. I will talk about, like I've already mentioned it in kind of a way, mothers with multiple kids. <laughs> oh my goodness. Like I told you guys, I have five kids. Ranging from ages three, <laughs> I have a three-year-old, I have a seven-year-old, I have a nine-year-old, I have a 13, a 12-year-old and a 13-year-old that thinks that she is my mother. <laughs> so let me talk about kids, with, um, being a mother of multiple kids. Kids are all different. Let me tell you, they are all different. They have all different personalities. They have different desires, different motivators, different triggers, and different everything. Let me tell you about being a mom of five kids. They're all different. I learned this kind of a little bit in a little hard way. My dad had to call me and tell me, he was like, kids are all different. You have to treat, you have to find what inspires one. It might be, it will be totally different from what inspires the other one. You have to find what one likes is different from what the other one likes. It's crazy, isn't it? Because they all come from the same, it's right when you have, they all come from the same mother, same father, and they're all different. They're like, why? They share DNA. They're supposed to be similar. They, I'm supposed to be able to arrange them the same way. No, they're all different. You have to accept that. Different. Even if you have two, they are different. One is different completely from the other one. That's how it is. You have to find ways to deal with them. Some are easier. You can just teach them and they get it. Others, oh my goodness, it's like talking to a brick wall. <laughs> That's what it is. You have to figure out what triggers them, what motivates them, what inspires them, what they like, what in order to be able to know how to deal with them. You know, that's how they are. But let me tell you something, they are all joy. 
You know, they all love you. <laughs> Put it that way. They all love you. When you get to the teenagers, oh Lord. <laughs> You're like, oh my goodness. Because teenagers always think that they know more than you. They want to, they're developing into adults. They think that they're developing their own style. I have my 13 year old that likes to put all the adult things on her face, on her hair, things that she reads on YouTube or something. And I keep on telling her, babe, those are for older people, not for you with your fresh skin. And your your skin is still developing, you're still growing in everything. You know, and she looks at me like, okay, mommy, she, you know, she wants to wear, you know, adults clothes and shoes and wants to be an adult. She's ready to move out. <laughs> then I have her 13 year old sister that is next to her born on the same day, the same, exactly same month, every the same day, the same day. And she wants to play Beanie Boos with her younger sibling. So you see the difference? They're all different. She doesn't care about her hair, doesn't care about her nails, doesn't care about her parents, nothing. She wants to play Beanie Boos. So you see what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm mentioning this because my friend was talking about her child was a setting, um, you know, like the way they have uh, secretarials and, and Leo and all this kind of thing. She was like trying to bring up her child according to those signs. And I was like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? She was like, oh, this was an act the certain way. Oh, they, you know, they're supposed to be, uh, Leo's act this way. And cancers, they act this way. Secretaries act this way. I was like, no, no, boo-boo. Uh-uh, no, no, no. We don't bring up kids according to uh, horoscopes or whatever they call No. You have to study your kids and know how to bring them up. They are just like you. They pick attributes from you or your husband or you or their father. You or your partner, whatever, boyfriend or whatever. They are just like you. They pick big. They, some of them look like you and act like you, like their daddy. Some of them look like their daddy and act like you. So you have to figure out. <laughs> That's what it is. You have to figure them out and treat them accordingly. You know, you can't go ask someone outside who is in sign or the same sign as your child how your child acts. You are the mother. You're supposed to know how your child acts. The person also doesn't know how your child acts. And then on another I issue, the person outside, you don't know their true character. That is the character that they want you to see. That's what they show you. You don't know what they are when they're in the in their house with nobody watching. They could be a completely different human being. I have a daughter. My fourth child is a movie star in our house. Oh my goodness, she is loud, she sings opera, she screams. I mean, you will always hear her. She's doing one thing or the other to get our attention. She gets to class, the teacher sends me her presentation, and she is like holding herself in the corner, talking softly, into the, presenting her presentation. And I was like, is that my child? <laughs> So you see what I'm saying? Two different personalities sometimes. Some people have the personality throughout, you know? They show what they show at home is what they show in school, you know? But some people, no. Some people show you what they want you to see. So that is not actually their true personality. They're probably totally different. So you cannot ask someone outside how your child behaves based on the person's, you and your, and your child and the person having the same sign. No, we don't do that. 
You have to study your child to know what your child is and how to treat and raise your child. It is your child. You know that. So that's what I'm just trying to explain to you. Multiple kids, multiple kids. You have to know how to treat them. One might be easier than the other, but you never give up on the difficult one. You have to keep on and keep on. I was a difficult child. My mother said, yes, she was stubborn. Yes, I was stubborn. You know? Yes, I didn't want to go to school. Yes, I didn't want to go to school, but I went to medical school. <laughs> and I went to college and everything. You know? Went to grad school and everything. So, it's, it's, it's like that. You know, you have to be on your child. Be on your child. I have a sister who, my mom thought we were going to feed her. Today, she's a lawyer. <laughs> you know? So, you have to be on your child you never give up on your child provide them with the facilities to enable them be better you understand what i'm saying motherhood is not a joke god gave you a responsibility and he knew you were capable of attaining that responsibility he he did so you don't give up your child you don't like when am i going to have my time when am i going to have um whatever go to the club i'm going to um go to lunches or 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 go and spend time raising other people's kids, being hypocritical because you want people to see you doing charity work. Meanwhile, your child, your children in the house are suffering. They don't have your, you don't have time for them. You can help them with homework. You can help them with anything. No, that's not how we act. That's not how we act. You understand? You have to, you can still have me time. You can still have hangouts with your friends, but make sure that your kids are adequately provided for. And not only in terms of financial need, but they have your time. They have the ability to perform well in school, to socialize with the society, to be good citizen of the society. So that's what I'm trying to say. You will have your time, but make sure you have to make sacrifices year and day, you know, year and day. I have a busy household. I'm busy and everything. My husband is busy too, but we create time for Spend time with our kids. We have movie nights. We have time when from 6 to 8 o'clock, you know, or 5 to um, 7 o'clock, we sit down at the table, no television. We're doing homework for five kids doing homework, you know. Or we have time when we sit down. How was your day? What happened in school? What happened? This and that. What is this? Whatever, whatever. That's the thing about motherhood that I'm all, some of the things about motherhood that I wanted to address today. The last level I'm going to talk about, or the last um, topic on motherhood I'm going to address is the style of motherhood. I've heard some people, you know, they're like, oh, whatever my kids want to do, I let them do it. You know, um, you know, they can do like, you know, you hear about um, um, what they call Will Smith and Jada Pinkett. They're like, oh, they let their child do whatever they want to do. They don't want to go to school. They don't have to go to school. Oh, they don't um, want to, um, they don't want to eat their vegetables. I don't know. They don't eat their vegetables. Or they don't want to, you know, I don't know. I just heard different things, you know, like that. And you just let them go according to the flow. And I'm like looking at them like, really? <laughs> wow. For real? Oh my goodness. You know, like, wow, that is interesting. You know, I don't believe in that kind of parenting. I don't. I don't believe in that kind of motherhood at all. I don't believe. Oh my goodness. If my mother allowed me to do what I wanted to do, I wouldn't be talking to you today. <laughs> I will not be talking to you today. I feel that God 
If he wanted kids to bring up themselves, he would have dropped them down from heaven himself. But no, he didn't. He made sure they come through us, their mother, on earth. Why? So that we can guide their steps. We have seen things correct their mistakes. So that enables us to be able to correct their mistakes if they are following that bad path. Do you understand? We direct them. We guide them. Kids don't know what they're doing. I mean, like, a baby's in the toilet is removing all the tissue. They're like, oh, continue removing all the tissue. Oh, do the second one. Oh, keep on. No, you don't. Or oh, a baby happens to go into your pantry and found flour and is pouring himself. And then you're like, oh, continue. Is that what you want to do? Oh, keep on. Bake yourself, probably. You don't do things like that. You know, you have to guide kids' part. Kids don't know what's right from wrong. You have to direct them. You have to order their steps. You know, my mom, my mom was a mother that had us, you know, she had me early, you know, whatever. And she said none of her kids will ever follow that path because of what she went through. She was like, you will all graduate from college, you know, get married and then have your kids. So that's what I'm saying. You have to direct your kids. God placed them in your hand for a reason. Don't let them follow. If you went, you see them going through the road down the wrong path and you just leave them. No, you have to direct your kids. You have to stop them from making the mistakes of your past. That's what my belief is. You know, that's why I'm on my kids. I am in their butt. I'm telling you, like, on them like this, watching every step, attitude, behavior, and everything. And those people are like, I don't have time for all that. You don't want to do your homework? Don't do your homework. No, you will do that homework. You will sit down here and we will do that homework. That's what it is. You will do that homework. I'm on their tail. I'm everywhere of them. That's what motherhood is. That's what God put us on this earth to do for our kids. We don't just let our kids make the mistakes of our past. We hope that our kids will be better than us. That's what we hope for. That's what my parents told me. They're like, we pray that you will be better than us. Go further than we ever did. That's what people hope should be. You don't just get tired. Oh, he's too stubborn. I'm tired of him. He needs to do whatever he wants to do. That's his business. He wants to end up in jail. Or she wants to go into prostitution. Or she wants to follow whatever she wants to follow. That's her problem. No, we don't. We be on their tail. If you start early bringing up your kid right, they will speak back to you. They will have their destiny to misbehave. They're hard. I know. I have a 13-year-old girl that we are constantly, we are constantly on it. We're constantly on it. You have to be constant. You never give up. You have to be on it, on them. I'm telling you, it's a full-time job. But you have the ability, mothers. You have the ability. You have the ability. You observe your kids. Direct them in the right path. Stop things. You know what they like. If they continue doing what you're doing and you don't want to do it, stop it. Okay, I'm going to take your phone. I'm going to take your tablet. I'm going to take this from you. I'm going to take this. Whatever, you know. Make sure they do what you ask them to do. Don't like, one like, oh, mama, but mama, but mama, nothing. You will do what I ask you to do. Direct them. Be on them. Make sure, reward them when they're doing well. Praise them when they're doing well. Equip them with the correct, um, the correct, um, 
facilities. You know, if you don't know how to deal with their maths or whatever, they have extra um, help tutoring in school. Put them in it. Make sure they're improving in their grades. Talk to their teacher. What other facilities do we need to help them? Do not be ashamed. Do not be embarrassed. Make sure your kids go further than you ever did. Make sure your kids are great response, uh, re response, um, representation of you and your family. Even if you come from a family that you were not taught value, teach your kids value. You've been through hell. You don't want them to go through hell too. You want them to come out better than you ever 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 did that's my advice that's my um contribution to mothers who are coming up mothers who are going through difficulty mothers who are dealing with situations it will be all right you have to put in extra effort in life i always tell people you get what you put in and that's the truth about life you put in time with your kids you will receive reward you put in less time and all you want to do, meantime yourself, clubbing and, and, uh, and, and doing things so that the world will see that you're doing things, but yet you're not really doing things in your family, you will get the reward too. You want to spend time meeting girlfriends or, or whatever, you, know, you want to put a man before your kids, you will get the reward. You have to be careful. Raise your kids right. They're going to take care of you if you raise them right when you're older. They're going to be there for you. They will be better than you ever will. You know, look at President Obama. President Obama's mom, I don't know what she did for a living, but she was a single mom or at a point, I think, a single mom. I think, I don't know if she, you know, a single mom that he was raised by his grandparents and stuff. Look at him today. He went on to become a lawyer, a senator, the president of the United States. Come on, people. She, he, 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 he went on to be so great. And then look at, you know, look at Michelle Obama, what she went through, you know, with her own family situation. And so, and then look at her, was a lawyer, became the first lady of the United States. Yes, we can, people. Yes, we can. Whatever situation God puts in your hand, believe me, you have the ability to carry it out. Never think you lack. God has equipped you completely with the ability to carry it on, to carry it. I'm telling you, you know, take me time, you know, breathe, relax, think properly, you know, but never give up on your kids. Have time for them. Listen to them. Those small voices that come, mama, they're in the toilet looking at you up at you while you're doing your number two or number one, you know. Kids are so much joy. They are so much blessing in my life. They entertain me. They keep me going and everything. I wouldn't trade them for the world. I would not. <laughs> if you receive what I said today, share it, subscribe. Uh, what do you call it? You know, recommend it to people. It's, if, hopefully it helps a mother out there. It helps a family out there. You know, it's awesome when you can help others, you know, see the light. I know it's difficult, but you can do it. You are equipped. You have the strength to do it. I'm telling you, it's a joy. You will come over the fence. It has stages. You'll be all right. I'm telling you, it's <laughs> such a joy. I'm telling you. And then very soon you will see your kids all prospering, you know, doing better, better in the society and you will be happy. I did my job.
that God asked me to, to do. <laughs> well, love you guys. Like always, I say stay blessed and be fabulous. Till next time, we'll be addressing another topic. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram, Fabulous Annie. On Facebook, Fabulous Annie. On Twitter, Fabulous Annie. I'm coming out to the new blog. It's a mom's blog, so watch out for that. And then also, I have two boutiques, Fabulous Annie. You can shop all your delights. And also, I've partnered with Amazon to have uh, I have a boutique with um, uh, Amazon shop too. It is Amazon.com slash shop slash and Owens 1014. Check me out. Wonderful things, I'm telling you. And don't forget to subscribe to my podcast. Spread it. Share it. Recommend it. Till next time, be blessed and always stay fabulous.